If you tell me you've got a desire, I'm all in. Do you want to grow? Absolutely. Take notes and make sure it improves your business. Everybody wants to grow. You deserve to grow. You don't pitch to investors to try your luck. You, you pitch to investors to win. If it's not challenging, I don't think it's worth it. The right advice to give in business is validate the idea first. Most of you out there who want to grow, your issue is just starting, isn't it? It's important that people just follow what they want to do. It's an opportunity of a lifetime for all of us. The podcast is not about them growing, it's about them helping others grow. Hello and welcome to I Want to Grow. I Want to Grow is all about that. And don't tell me there's nobody out there that, that doesn't want to grow, okay? And I'm lucky to be here with a very special guest today. And our guest, it's not about their growth. It's about the growth that they're trying to do for others, okay? And that's very important because the type of people that we want coming on our show, they've got to be special. And we've got a special guest today. Shada, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Please tell everybody about what you do. Thank you for having me. It's really a great honor and pleasure to be with you on your great podcast. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm trying to build a product uh, that can help people like manage and improve their health. Uh, so this is basically what uh, what motivates me, and this is how the the idea of my startup that currently I'm working on, I'm initiating started. So yeah. I love. I already know your story, okay. which is which is fantastic, but I want to take it back. I want to take it back to to your younger years, how it all started, and how the because. There's going to be wonderful things that you're going to tell us today, but how your journey is and what directions that you took in that journey. Yeah, so from young age, I always liked like, uh, you know, uh, science, engineering, creating things, building things. And uh, even though like, uh, you know, stereotypically in our culture, if you have like good grades or if you are like the first in your class, you need to have even like go to medicine, be a doctor or engineer. But for me, it was like, I want to be engineer. So like, uh, I didn't really care. It's not uh, because of my grades. It's because like, I love this and I love how... Uh, flexible it is like it feels that once you are in engineering you can do many things uh, you can work in uh, like uh, different projects you can have uh, you can be innovative you have this, this flexibility to create so this is what led me to love engineering and uh, from but there I started like from you high should have school. been a doctor right <laughs> with, with with your family and everything it was everything was pushing you into becoming a doctor yeah and my father's a doctor yeah, also yeah. And they have a lot of family members who are doctor and they have uncles who are engineers also ah okay yeah yeah so you wanted to go into engineering what did what did your family say when they heard this what did they th did they say are you sure i think they were expecting it uh, so, and my family, like, they didn't, they're not the type of the family, like, they, who will push, push you to, uh, like, choose a major. Like, even me and my siblings, they just, like, keep it all for, uh, like, up to us. Uh, they just, like, try to guide us, tell us, okay, what's the pros and cons, but uh, they don't ever, like, force something on us. So this is a good thing. So I think they always uh, knew that I want to be, you know, in this field, in engineering, even though like it's like more challenging, uh, especially they see it like for a girl. 
they're trying to, you know, sometimes some people push me like, okay, go to architecture, go to something, you know, more uh, yeah. simpler, more like, you know, design, etc. But like, I was like, no, I, <laughs> I need to try this, you know, I want to have this flexibility and innovation and I want to try building stuff. And how lucky the world is for you to be able to be an engineer and doing what you're doing right now. So I, I want to tell everybody, we're in Qatar, obviously, um, but you're not from Qatar. Where are you from? I'm from Libya. Okay, so tell us a little bit about Libya and what it was like to live there. Yeah, so Libya is a great country that really people don't know much about it. Uh, even like sometimes when I speak when I sp like speak Arabic, because there isn't like many Libyans here. So when Arab people trying to guess where I am from, they was like, okay, go Tunisia, Algeria, Morocco. Sometimes they go like you know Egypt, etc., and they forget like this big country in the middle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, like Libyans are like seven million something like this. So we are not like big uh, population. So most even people like that, you know, they will be like, okay, you're the first Libyan that I meet. You're the first Libyan that I, I you know, I, I speak yeah, to. Yeah. So it's, it's really interesting because like I try to be a good example from like, uh, you know, from, for my country. And yeah, I, I studied there till high school actually. And what was it like there when you were growing up? Um, as a kid, it was great. Like I had, I, I had a nice childhood, uh, like with family. Like I have big family from my from both sides, from my mother's side and and father's side. So it was, it was always like with the family. It was a lot of playing. It was a lot of having fun. Uh, yeah, basically it was like school and then like family and playing. That's it. So you're still very young yourself, but what you're taking on, and we're going to get onto this startup that you've got. It's like you're very young and you're pushing bound. You want to push boundaries at your young age. You've got to tell us now what your startup is and all about it. So my startup started, which is ironically, by the way, because like when I feel like a like long years back when I was thinking about starting something, I was like, OK, it, it has never to be, it doesn't have to be like something related to medical or something, you know, that's heavily regulated, something to be more challenging. But like, like through the time, I find myself falling through this category because of, you know, like you wanna do something that you really care about. And for me, I cannot work in a project, even like school project, course project, that I don't see the benefit and I don't see that I can add it so let alone you know starting an idea that you know turn to a startup that will turn to a product that people will use uh, and will give a great value so yeah this is how it started and uh, like if I if you want me to tell you about like the idea or like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah come what, on. what inspired me to do this mm. um, so as I said like uh, during school uh, I, I, I love prototyping I love building things uh, I like learning how to program I program prototypes and then how to, you know, learn like uh, how to uh, not just like program the prototypes, also like how to, you know, get the data, analyze them, learning machine learning and AI, etc. Um, so, you know, I was always like looking where I can apply these skills and when I can learn more. But like it all wasn't like a plan, but it's kind of like, you know, fell into places through time. Um, so what led me exactly to this is my family and uh, you know like the the hypertension which i mean like most of the people have it which is having high blood pressure and uh, specifically with my mom i've seen like you know through several uh, like 
several years, uh, it was really hard to understand her condition and it was like fluctuating and I see there's a gap that doctors don't really know what's happening with the patient and they just don't have the data, they don't have the insights. They don't know, okay, for example, this patient, you know, what's happening with them during their night, during their day, uh, why their blood pressure is having, a, you know, why there's this problem. There's also some psychological effects that some people, when they go to measure their blood pressure, like at the clinic, they have it, uh, you know, lower than usual, or they have it higher than usual because of stress. Yeah. So they get misdiagnosed or like undiagnosed and which cause many other problems, like people who are not hypertensive, they get a treatment, yeah. and they get the bill, which will make them worse, and people will go undiagnosed for years. I, like, I, I got a similar, I got a blood condition, and I've got to go and have my blood let. And I go to the hospital, I hate needles. So what's gonna happen when I go to the hospital? The first thing I'm gonna do is check my blood pressure. Yeah. And I guarantee you, my blood pressure is going to be through the roof. Now, normally my blood pressure is normal. But because I'm thinking about that needle going in my arm, oh my God, I, I hate it. I hate the thought of it. So it sounds perfect what you're, you're yeah, doing. It, it has an effect also, even though like to, 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 to be diagnosed with blood pressure, because of these effects, it takes longer time. Uh, for example, like when once the doctors see your blood pressure is high, they will not directly diagnose you, but they will let you come through weeks to, to get your, uh, to get your uh, condition. Yeah, basically, like in the world, like more than almost fifty percent of people who have hypertension, they never get diagnosed. When did you think to yourself that you had something? Because who look look, you're a young lady, okay? And there's nothing about being a young lady, okay? But how did what did if it was a young man? What was it like to try to get your voice heard? So it, it just like started simple with, without like much overthinking. Uh, I was simply like looking online. It was, it was around 2020, like, you know, end of 2020, 2021. I was looking online. I want to buy something. I, I thought that technology already exists. I thought it's already out there. So I want to buy something uh, for my mom that can she wear like 24-7 and can monitor her blood pressure like all the time and her doctor can get notified like when when there is a problem uh, so we are not getting worried like okay it, it can go very high without seeing any symptoms and it's very dangerous it's very dangerous like uh, so um, so I just like went online looking for something that's actually like have medical uh, medical grade accuracy and people can uh, trust mm -hmm. but I didn't find any uh, at the time so it's like okay how come there isn't any anything that already exists in the market, even though you see this like great technological advancements everywhere. Like this is a great technology, like sensors, wearables, etc. But why when it comes to blood pressure, which affect like, you know, like more than one point three billion people around the world, we're still using the same technology that's been used like, you know, in the uh, like eighteen uh, like a nineteenth century. Yeah. So I was just like looking to it and it was like, okay, how, how this can be, 
why the situation is like this and uh, like it's bigger than this of course like it's not that easy to penetrate such a market but I just started simple but like just searching and then I started searching about technologies uh, about like different methods like okay what's the physiology of the body how the blood pressure works how the uh, blood is bombing the blood through the arteries what is the problems etc and also like my mechanical engineering background helped me in this uh, because like I see the body as like a very sophisticated machine and the arteries are just like pipes that have this fluid going through them. So if you can, you know, know the characteristics of this pipe and how it expands when the blood is going through through it and have uh, you know you have all of this data and you know the uh, like the characteristics yeah. of the, like the blood the blood itself and blood flow and how it's affecting the artery walls etc maybe this can be an indication of the blood pressure so from there i started searching for technologies uh, what type of sensors that i can let's say like buy off the shelf and use in a different way um, so this is how it started. So like I, you know, did all of the theoretical study. Like I did like a huge meta-analysis of everything available, and started working by my own. Like while working and also doing my masters at the time. And so you were doing your studying at the same time and trying to work this 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 problem that you're trying to solve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was working like full time as a design engineer and finishing my masters, and also have this on mind. Uh, what was it like? So you, you did a lot of market research on this, so you went out there to try to find whether this was going to be useful. Yeah, and I found, okay, in the research, you, f you, you found like there's like very new research papers who are talking about new things, who are talking about, okay, the need for such uh, technology, the need for it to be developed, the need for it to change how the traditional way of measuring, you know, blood pressure, even other like health parameters, how it needs to be changed and how the health tech technology needs to adapt the new technology and not stay that conservative. Um, so when I saw like there's this increase in, in, in papers and we were talking about it, I, I just saw it like this is the right time to, you know, just test try, like, you know, what there is to lose. There's nothing to lose but time. <laughs> Did people take you serious at the time when you, were, when you started off? Actually, I didn't tell anyone. <laughs> 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 yeah, I didn't tell anyone till I applied to Start the Science. Okay. Yeah, and uh, you know, once they called me in for that, I've been accepted the casting. This is when I told my family about this whole journey. Wow. Yeah, the whole time I was just searching by my own. And what was it like? What was it like to keep yourself motivated and, and keep pushing forward without nobody knowing? I don't know. I think it was just like. I was interested. I wasn't very interesting and invested in the project. I saw that, okay, it really has high potential. Like, you know, I imagined how to be in the future. I, will, I, I can just see it. So maybe this is what kept me motivating. I just like, I was enjoying doing all of this. Um, so it, for me, it was like, um, you know, like between work and study, I, I enjoy doing, doing this. So when did the reality kick in to think that this could possibly work and be a great startup? Yeah, so like I, okay, so when I applied to start of science, all of the work I did was like, you can say theoretical. Um, okay, like everything was calculated. Like I have even like the models that I want to deploy and uh, like the, the deep learning models that I want to use to have this like continuous measuring of blood pressure. 
like everything was written in the application. Um, so, you know, okay, theoretically it is doable. I can't see it, you know, it should be, it should work, okay? But it hasn't been tried. Um, yeah, so well, I went to there to start the science and they got accepted to actually build my prototype. And uh, from there the journey started, like it was the first time I was like, I holding like a single sensor on my pulse trying to see, will it work, will it not? Like the experts were telling me, okay, like, what's this? Like, we, 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 are, we are shooting in the dark, are you sure this will work? <laughs> Literally it was like this, I was like, okay, um, I'm sure it, it should work, you know, like we should figure it out and it should work. And when was that time that all of a sudden you thought to yourself, this is going to work? Was, was it just that moment or was it j over a period of time? I think it is over a period of time, but like when I knew that it, that it would work, it was like when I was able to see like to see the pulse, uh, when I was able like to detect the pulse, not just like the pulse itself, but like the motion of the pulse, the way that I needed to uh, get the blood pressure. Uh, yeah, so this was the moment. Uh, okay, who was that? Who was that person or individual? that looked at it and gave you that hope and said, this is going to work. This is going to work. Was there a person that really gave you a real big boost? Um, to be honest, at the beginning, there isn't. Um, but like, as I said, like when I was accepting their start, in the start of science, they saw the potential of the product Whoa. because it affects like hundreds of millions of people. So it's something that's really critical and something needed. And doctors also know this. Like I've talked to many doctors, uh, like cardiologists, like primary care, like general doctors, primary care, just to understand more about like this issue and like know how, you know, how we as like uh, like engineers or creators give them something that they can use uh, because also like the doctors needs like we are helping them actually to fill this gap. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think the I think like one of the key people like who really saw that it, it can work and really helped me in doing the development of the product. I mean like the experts in startup science really um, were amazing to like accelerate building the prototype. Because yeah. as I say, it was just something on paper like looks very ambitious idea and we need to build a prototype in a very short time, like in a few weeks and need to be tested in the hospital. So it was a crazy, but like crazy. The, yeah, they, they were amazing, and uh, like yeah, the, my like the, uh, the my supervisor and the experts. They really once they saw that we can extract this data, they saw that it can work. Unbelievable, because I bet everybody was going, yeah, this is just theory. How are we gonna? How are we gonna actually practice? The how, how are we gonna get the results? And there must have been so many skeptics out there when they were looking at this and saying, oh yeah, that's not gonna work. Yeah. And there was like a lot of like pivots uh, because like, for example, okay, I, could, I, didn't, I couldn't have like the exact, the exact answer that I want. So it was like plan B, then the way of collecting data, like we couldn't have, have it like the way it should. Cause you know, there is a, it's healthcare. So there's a lot of like, complicated yeah, processes. Of course, yeah. So again, we need to go to plan B, but even with this, like, you know, like degrading, it's really still showing like tell very impressive about, results. Tell us about stars of. I've I've only just heard about stars of science recently. Tell us about that because it's fascinating. What what? How did it all begin and and what was it like participating? Yeah. So the idea of stars of science is really a brilliant initiative. Uh, like to have such a program starting now, like like 14, 15 years. Yeah. So like I participated in like season fourteen. So to have such an idea, it was really like unique. 
and very novel and you, you don't have it like any place in the world uh, still today like you don't have similar uh, like similar shows that not just like help people who participate but like uh, because it's a show is also inspire other like young innovators yeah. and people who wanna you know try and test the potential yeah yeah so uh, the start science that start with like thousands of people applying uh, with their ideas and then they start filtering down filtering down to through different processes casting then like only uh, so like two years it's getting uh, like a little smaller for example like the first season they have like 16 entering the start of science workshop and start working on yeah. their like product for like different stages uh, and at my time um, um, 14 seasons was like uh, seven people Okay. have been able to like enter the workshop and then starting working on like different stages like proof concept engineering design like till the finals yeah um so yeah like it's really a great idea like the experts there are amazing even the production team are amazing so because it's a big production right yes it's tv and everything it is yeah it is a tv Whoa. what was that added pressure like with that it was a different experience so like all of the time it was started science was like okay just leave me alone i didn't want to film let me work I think like many also were like uh, like me. We just want to work and achieve our product. I don't really understand the experience. To be honest, like when I applied, I really didn't think of all the, the backstage things, what's happening, like the many hours that needs to go into filming, the preparations, the interviews. And I was just like having my application and applying there, like maybe <laughs> near the like, uh, you know, I just like want to test this uh, this idea. I want to build it. So I really didn't have in mind all of this uh, media things around it. And, uh, you know, later when I go to the finals, there's this voting and there's like a huge campaign, like, uh, uh, you know, like it was in Libya and like even like in all of the Arab countries and here in Qatar. So it was really different experience that I really didn't think about when I participated. But yeah, it was, uh, it was very, very rewarding. And, and the competition must have been it was fierce. Yeah, fierce is a yeah. good word. I like the word fierce. Yeah. Yeah, fierce. And how did you get on in the competition? Um, so, like, when we, when we were working on a, on a, in the workshop with, uh, like, on our products, as, as participants, as contestants, we, we, did, we really didn't see that we are competing, to be honest with you. And, like, I hope that, you know, more footage can be shared. Uh, because, like, you have, like, only, like, a few primes, like, five or six primes that, that's in the TV. So, like, most of the work, people, did, they don't really have insights to it. So it was really extensive, like everyday work. And so like during the workshop, it was like very friendly. Uh, we all help each other. We all like try to, because we are all in very uh, interesting in like in each other products and each one of us have very different uh, product than the other and different market, different domain. And uh, so you, you will see us like helping each other. Like I have someone, for example, give me an idea. I go help someone else, give them idea, like try to find solutions for each other. So it, we kept the competition for the prime, for the judges. But between us, we really, uh, we wanted each product to succeed. This is the dynamic was between us. Yeah. This must have been, you must have made so many bonds within that, that group. Yeah, yeah. It was like a very stressful time, like because of the amount of work that has been done. For example, you have been like three weeks there and you're talking like, okay, this feels like six months <laughs> because of like the long uh, hours of working. Yeah. But yeah, we had a lot of laughs also. And what was it like at the end? Um, um, at the end, so it was, diff uh, yeah, it was, as I said, like it was a good experience. Like it was, it enabled me to like meet a lot 
a lot of really like interesting people till now. Uh, for example, I'm here with you uh, because like Star of Science put spotlight on me at at the time. Um, yeah. I I the spotlight was on you at Startup Grind, <laughs> and and I remember that I had to learn a little bit about you before before the the event, and I was just so taken back by what you'd done, and now we're going into that. So. Um, but I, I find your story fascinating. Thank you. Um, for the simple reason you did this for your mother. And it's a mammoth task you've taken on. Not just a small one. It's a mammoth task. It is actually after the start of science is like more challenging. Uh, because uh, like, okay, let me tell you like one of the, the things that I noticed. Uh, for example, f after sh seeing the start of science. Um, like when I grow up, I've seen like many innovators with great products participating in the program. But once it ends, even the ones who like won the first, uh, the first prizes, like you don't see them actually like implementing their solutions. It's very, very few of them who continued working on their product, like very few. So because there's like not only the like the innovators or participants who like it's not the blame for them because like one of the criteria like the main criteria to be in the start of science is you need to have like you know it's a science idea you know it's not just like commercialized like a uh, like uh, e-commerce, online, online something. It needs to be like related to science. It needs to be novel. It needs to be patentable. So after you go out from the start of science. Okay, you validated your solution. Okay, you showed the potential, and you have like prototype to show. But like there is the challenge as you have like significant amount of R and D that needs to be done in terms to to get your product out there, and especially like like high majority of uh, like of. Uh, the types of uh, ideas or products in start of science are related to health tech, are related to even like the ones related to energy, but like especially the ones related to health tech because you need like a high amount of like R&D to develop something that comply with the regulations and you need later to get the approval and regulations to actually reach the level that you can, you know, get your product out there. So this is like there is this gap between getting there and finishing start of science. So once you are in finish your start of science, like you are all alone, you have this proof concept, you have validation, and you need to start all over again. So this is worth the challenge. Like you need to, you know, you need to find people who will join you to the journey. You need to find, you know, you build a team, you need to find supporters and then like navigating through funds and resource resources. So this is the main challenge. I had a chill when solution. you were just talking just now where I I, I know you a little, and the task that you took on, and I will say this again, it was a mammoth task. Even though I didn't think about it like this at all. Even if I think about it like this, I didn't start. But, but I see a niceness in you, mm. but I also see a steel, strong woman, you know? And this is where sometimes we, we kind of, uh, when I see all these empowering women events, women don't need to be empowered. I see people like yourself and you're strong, you're determined, you don't care what it takes because you've got a purpose and you're going to make it work. Because I, I look at it and think, oh my word, you're trying to do a bracelet that's going to change the whole of the medical things from going from the arm cuff to actually going with something that can be re uh, relayed back to the doctor so that you could see it in 
real time, night and day, and you could be saving people's lives with this device. And you're a young lady that's all of a sudden come out with this stars of science, and now you've created something that you're going to go in front of some of the biggest doctors, and they're going to look at you and go, really? Really? Have you had that? Have you, have you gone in front of people and, and they've, you can see it in their eyes that they don't believe it until you show them? Yeah, actually, most of the doctors, if, if not all, because they, they used to a method that has been, they studied this. Uh, like, there is no other way to measure the blood pressure. Like, even though, like, in some conference, uh, there is, like, this doctor, he's, he said that he, he's, like, a tech savvy and want to, he's, like, support innovation and change in the health tech. He was, like, I don't believe that we are still squeezing the arm, squeezing the artery to get the blood pressure yeah till today so doctors at first like because they don't use to this and they, they don't really like change because change is costly so you, ca you cannot just blame them because for being that conservative but this is people's life we are dealing with it's not just like you know commodity or like something for for fun it's very critical and very like any mistake can have like serious consequences yeah, so course. that's why they need to that's why they are that, that conservative and they can, uh, like, they don't want to change. But, like, once they understand, once they see the science behind it, and once they see, like, the results, I have doctors who tried the products, and they, once they tried it, they saw the potential. Your, your life right now, with the, with the short distance of time, must be so exhilarating every step must be a new experience for you and when you keep on reaching because you must be going through barriers when it just keeps on improving it's got to keep on improving right so those milestones that you're hitting they must be incredible it must give you such a great feeling um, I hope I hope so. Uh, I hope so. Like uh, because, as I said, uh, currently um, uh, you see, like it's very exciting to work on such a project, and there is like uh, you know a few things that I'm working on in the future uh, with uh, with the team. Um, so hopefully everything goes as planned and we can achieve the milestones. But as I said, it's really it's really challenging. What's it like having multiple hats to wear? Okay, so you like this, the engineering side and the, the, the kind of equations in, and the, the, as you said, the, the, the way that the arteries work in, and get an understanding that. It's, it, what, are the, what is it kind of, what is it like being an entrepreneur? Because you can't just say, I'm staying in this, this lane. You've got to have multiple lanes that you've got to, to overcome. How do you do that? Um, I think by time, like, uh, I just found myself in such a situation that, okay, this I need to learn new things, I need to practice. And even though, like, uh, I have, like, many training programs online and not online, like, accelerators. So all of this, like, uh, and, and different, like, mentors help me to, like, to grasp and learn the other parts. Okay, so of how to build the business, what you need to do, uh, like the, what's the basic steps, having the business plan, uh, like w what customs you need to target, where to start. Uh, so all of this process. Preparation. Okay. So yes. when you're putting all of those things, how important is it, is it to have those things in place beforehand or while you're developing to then when you get to this stage and it starts working for you, 
that you can just put your hand on these documents and say, oh, here's my business plan. Here's my feasibility study. Here's my, is it important that you've got all those things in place? Um, yes, because like when you have something that, that, that's that different, you need to approve it. So having like the prototype, something essential. So, but also you need to show the potential. You need to study the market. Uh, you need to show like there's the market growth. You need to show uh, how many like people this solution can affect. Uh, not just like, you know, loc locally, globally, and uh, like locally, regionally, and globally. So all of these studies needs to be, to be ha like it needs to be done. And you get asked about this. Even though like my focus was more in the, like what's the, solu what's the problem and what's the solution, what I'm doing to solve it. But, it, but then I found myself, no, I need to do more in depth like market research and uh, all of this was like very new domain for me. But uh, yeah, I think like good things, I, I, I like learning new things and uh, I, I can quickly grasp like new concepts and uh, I'm doing my best, of course, like uh, I'm having uh, like, um, I consult like advisors and other people who have like great experience uh, because like you cannot do anything, you cannot do everything alone. You need to consult people and you need to benefit from others' experiences. So the team's really important. Yes, of course. So let's get back to your family okay so they didn't know you were doing this and then all of a sudden you do well in this um this competition and you go and tell your family for the first time your mom your dad who's a doctor what was their responses actually my mom when you were watching the stars of science uh, because like i was we were watching it like when like um, like it was 14 seasons so like from the first season i remember i was watching it on tv um so she was always telling me even like when i'm at the university like you should apply i see you i see you there like why you shouldn't apply like you know people who are there like they're no better than you she always encouraging me to apply and it was like okay i would i didn't reply anything i was like okay yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll see i didn't want to talk about it or say that okay i'm working on something or i applied and then didn't happen so it's like okay let me wait let me like keep low profile there's no need to say something that didn't really didn't happen yet yeah so yeah so like once i told her okay like they called me from lebanon and they will have the casting uh she was very excited yeah and and she must have been so proud when of the the solution that you were finding was because it was inspired by her yeah she was surprised also <laughs> oh my word my word and your father a doctor did what was he like yeah he was like okay what is this like how you're doing <laughs> how you are going to do this <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, you know, do a lot of explanation. That must have been the hardest pitch, right? That must have been the hardest one to do to your dad because he's a doctor already. It's like, come on. Yeah, at the beginning, like, uh, he didn't, he was like, okay, how you're doing this? Like, what is this? Like, are you sure it will work? Uh, because I'd say it's very different than what doctors used, uh, yeah. use, like, uh, it's very different, like, in the way they are measuring the blood pressure. And my dad, he's a pediatrician. Uh, so he's dealing with like uh, like babies and like uh, uh, toddlers and infants. So later, when he when he saw the idea, when he even like saw the first prototypes, when he got to convince, he was actually giving me advices and ideas on okay how we can do this for uh, like the very small babies uh, because it's very hard to have 
any like equipment on them uh, even like the way that's uh, that they get the continuous measurement of blood pressure through invasive way when they have like the the cat catheter inside the artery itself yeah, yeah. So for even for people, it has its complications and you need to expert, like uh, experienced doctors to do this procedure. But for like very small babies, like the arteries are like extremely very tiny. So they, they can't do this. So he was giving me ideas on, okay, like how we can do this for, uh, for infants, for babies. Uh, so yeah. He, he saw the potential, of course. Mm. And, and what does he feel now that you've got to this stage? How is he feeling right now? Does he, is he like, this, is, this can work? Do you get that belief from him? Yeah, yeah, I, th I think yes. Yeah, he, he's proud and he's uh, uh, telling me like, okay, how you, how you will continue with your invention and uh, how you will make it happen. And uh, yeah, so uh, like telling him all of the, the challenges and like obstacles that needs to be, they must you know, be really undertaken proud. to go there. Oh uh, my yeah. word, they must be really proud. But you've got, a, you've got young sisters and you've got a young family as mm. well your sisters yeah i'm the i'm the eldest so you're the you're the one that's got to lead the way how does that feel uh, yeah like my little sister like she was telling me uh, uh how she was you know telling all of her friends at school that my my older sister is uh, she's on tv she's in start of science she's an inventor so it really felt very special very special yeah all of my siblings yes yeah, so. oh wow and wow, and, and the, okay, so, so what a wonderful life that you're having. It must be a real kind of, it doesn't seem like it's a, you know, you see some startups, it's a roller coaster. Yours seems to be very controlled. You seem like you're, you're a graceful swan. Are you <laughs> pedaling underneath the water? Or is it, are you giving me the impression that this is easy? It's kind of... No, actually, if you if you count how many times I said challenges already, <laughs> the least, uh, since we started, um, because as I said, like it's it's still currently in the beginning to go to the next level, to the next stage, to from having a prototype that you know f used for validation and filing for for the patent to actually building something that will go to the market. So this is currently between these two trans transitions. So yeah, it's not easy at all. Uh, it needs a lot of works, needs to have a lot of uh, like connections. You need people to join and work with you. And, uh, and you don't have like many, uh, for example, like many similar experiences locally here. Like uh, for example, I didn't see like any uh, uh, startup who, who working on um, like a medical device. Uh, so for example, it's, it's still like very unique even uh, locally even regionally yeah. uh, so like I had to reach out to other people uh, who, who are working on like medical devices who are working in like health tech uh, events also like for example like the health and the insurance health tech uh, which I was like one of the winners in Qatar yeah uh, it was really a great opportunity to know like many people uh, who have like similar experiences you who are can doing really remarkable things Honestly, I'm not, I'm not just and I'm, I'm just taken back by by everything that you're doing, because it's an absolute unbelievable story. And you just get stronger and stronger and stronger. I can't believe it. Now, where are your journeys? Where are you now, right now? What stage are you at? What are those next things, those me next milestones that you're trying to hit in the next six months? 
Mm. Basically, it's taking the product to the next level. And to do this, of course, like uh, you need the resources and you need the, the people. So this is what I'm doing right now. And is it working nicely? Is it going smoothly? There is like a few opportunities that I'm working for. Uh, but of course, like everything takes time for me. So I have to learn to be patient. Like I'm not the best at that. <laughs> but I have, to, I, you know, I have to learn that. Okay, things take time. Uh, you need to go fast, but also you need, sometimes you just need to be patient. There is uh, uh, nothing more you can do. You just like, you know, knock all the doors, seeking all opportunities and try to do your best. Qatar, why Qatar? Did, was your family here in Qatar? Yeah, yeah. basically, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and coincidentally, Star of Science is based in Qatar, so it was convenient. Convenient. And, and everybody, but everybody says that Qatar is such a small place. It sounds like it's wonderful for you. Um, they say that because of the small population, so it's like small limited market, but even with small market, you can, you know, it's like, it, it can be a great launch pad wow. yeah. for, different, uh, for different startups, for different products, not just, uh, you know, related to health tech, uh, like any type of, of product. Like once you can establish yourself in a smaller market, then you can go beyond that. But even though it's small market, you can still be uh, like profitable. You can still work. Like there is, you know, like hundreds of thousands of people here you can sell, you can serve before thinking of going to the bigger markets and having, like you don't go from one to hundred. Like you just start to go like smaller steps. You're so smart. You really are so smart. And I, I, what I like about you is that you talk about this patience and you're, we're talking about Qatar. Qatar is a wonderful place. It is really a wonderful place. And people shouldn't be looking at the, um, they really shouldn't be looking at the size because it's a great marketplace to learn. And as you said, it's a good marketplace. To, and, and the one thing that I know about this marketplace, if you've got something and you're working hard at it, all of a sudden you get people coming along and they just want to help and assist. And that's what I like about Qatar. And it looks like that's exactly what's happening with your business right now. There's so many people that are coming along, QIC, um, Qatar Insurance Company, as you said, you won the competition. Now they're there, they're supporting you, they're looking at you, and they're, they're trying to get you into those other different marketplaces. So Qatar, for me, is, is just perfect for this. The, in saying all of this, there's a big, huge responsibility on your shoulders now. You've started this journey, and yeah. now the weight of the world, and I mean the weight mm. of the world, is on your shoulders. How do you deal with that? I try not to think about it like this. Uh, it is, as you say, like a huge uh, responsibility, especially once we like really start working on like uh, on taking the device to the next level. Uh, but yeah, like everything in life is responsibility. You cannot like hide from this. You need you need to have uh, you know you need otherwise like if you don't like pursue what you want and where you see like there's a potential and where you can succeed you can also fail but you can also succeed so yeah if you if you don't go for it you will regret so it's better fail than regret i guess you're gonna make libya proud right inshallah i hope so is that important to you they were they were like very supportive like the support that i've seen from people and Libya especially, it was, it was a huge, like I didn't really think about it. As I said, like in my mind, I didn't really think of this like campaign and all of, the, all of these people knowing me or like I will be doing 
interviews in every TV channel and like radio interviews. All of this, like I really literally didn't think about when, when I started. But then like there was like the support is really huge. Oh. And tell me your dream, that one dream that you want to get. Yeah, my dream is to create something that, you know, I see people using and is very helpful and it really can improve their life. This is, this is a dream. Like I want to see something that I contributed in creating in people's hands that really like, benefit their life and benefit their quality of life. That sounds like a legacy. Yeah, it's a big dream. Will I get there or no? But it's a I would big try dream, to work for it. but yeah. you deserve it. You deserve that legacy and you deserve that everything has come you. to you because you, you are one special lady. And the things that you're doing and the things that you're trying to achieve for the love and to help people like your mum, it's like I kind of get tingles all through my body right now. They must be so, so proud of their daughter. I, I, I've got to say, I'm, I kind of, I'm so proud of you, of what you're <laughs> trying you. to do. And this is what the podcast is all about. It's about having people like here that is just absolutely, they're just wanting to make a difference. And they want to grow, obviously, but it's all about what they're going to do for the, the world as a whole. And, and it's been a real pleasure to, to have you on the show today. So I, I, really, I really am thankful and honored that you've come in and speak with us today. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this. And uh, I'm still in the beginning of my journey. I didn't see like I still didn't achieve anything yet. I'm working toward it. Uh, You're achieving, let me tell you. You are achieving. You are achieving. There's this determination in your eyes. You're a wonderful lady. But you've also got that determination in your eyes. And I can, see the, I can see your eyes glistening. I know we've got the lights on, but I can <laughs> see those eyes glistening with a still, still determination. You're going to achieve some big things. And I'm glad that I've, I've got to know you a little bit more. And I hope I can follow your progress from here until, until you get those things that you deserve. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to this one. And people ask me on a regular basis, why do you do podcasts? We, you asked me the question earlier, why do you do podcasts? Because of this, because of these young ladies, young people that are going out and transforming the world. And they're transforming the world. When people are telling them they can't do this, it's not possible, I'm not listening. I'm going to go and do what I can do and nobody's going to stop me. So you can do the same. Please, please, please take messages from this podcast today and go and start your journey anyway thank you so much for the podcast today and thank you for listening because it was a special one today thanks so much indeed thank, thank you. you thank, thank you. you so much thank you.